one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Nick Foles Gardner Minshaw battle isn't over just yet. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Today on the show, we're going to talk about Uncle Rico returning to the field for the Jaguars today. Plus, we got to go north of the border to discuss the Maple Leafs, eh? Because uh, that there's a whole lot of scandal going on there. And the Lakers off to their best start in franchise history. I think not. Stick with us, friends. Sports, sports, sports starts now. And welcome, welcome to the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. If you like what you hear on the show today, be sure to find us on SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, and the Facebook. Just type in your search bar, Sports, Sports, Sports with Nick Drago. That's me. That's my show. Okay. This is the best show on YouTube for one reason and one reason only. We make more sense than Freddie Kitchen's t-shirts. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. We don't care if Pittsburgh started it, Freddie. So, what did my weekend look like? Uh, oh, it was Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Did you eat a lot of turkey? I stuffed my mouth full. My butthole's on fire. It was fun. Great times all around. No, it was good seeing my family, watching some football. Of course. Can't miss that. And uh, here I am, ready to not go back to work tomorrow. But uh, we'll do this first. So, yeah. Yeah. A lot of NFL games this weekend. Let's uh, let's do that old recappy cap of all of them. Why don't we? All right, let's talk. Oh, you can't even see my face. Hello. There I am. Aren't I beautiful? All right, let's talk a little bit about uh, this weekend's games. First off, you have the Thursday night matchups from football Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving turkey gobble gobble. The Bears beat the Lions. Surprise, surprise, Trubitsky. Three touchdowns, uh, making the Bears now 6-6. Six and six. And uh, he scored with just a few minutes left in the game. Lions, granted, were starting a third-string, uh, third-string quarterback. So, you know, kudos to them for staying with it. The Bills destroy the Cowboys, and that left a lot of Eagles fans here in the city of Philadelphia very happy until, of course, this weekend. But we'll get to that. We're gonna get there. Uh, Bills beat the Cowboys 26 to 15. Saints beating the Falcons 26-18, getting revenge for uh, losing them two weeks ago, and the Saints officially clinch the NFC title for the third, uh, NFC South title for the third straight season. All right, let's scroll up here so that we can look at some of today's games, and there were some doozers in there. Steelers beat the Browns 20-13, 212 yards for Devlin Hodges, uh, who started the game today. Jets uh, fall to the Bengals, 22-6. Really, Jets? Damn it! Andy Dalton returns to the field for the Bengals uh, with 249, 43 yards uh, and a touchdown. He went 22 for 37. Not too bad. Jamal Adams for the Jets uh, went down pretty early in the game, and uh, that was a big reason why their defense just could not hang. 
Uh, Pankers, Pankers, the Pankers and the Giants, Packers, Giants, 31-13 in favor of Green Bay, four touchdowns for Aaron Rodgers, Saquon Barkley at 83 yards for the Giants, oh, three, three picks, by the way, for Daniel Jones, uh, Titans beat the Colts 31-17, to uh, Jacoby Brissett had a pretty good game, but Derrick Henry, 149 yards rushing, only one touchdown to show for it, which is a shame. But Henry really crushed it today. Zach Pascal had 109 yards, by the way, receiving for the Colts. Dolphins beat the Eagles. So the Dolphins really just seem to beat the teams that I care about. They beat the Jets, the Eagles. That's that's a little sad. 37-31, Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic, more like it, 365 yards and three TDs. Devontae Parker, 160 yards or just about 160 and two touchdowns himself off seven receptions. Not too shabby for the Finns. Redskins beating the Panthers 29-21. to Two touchdowns for Kyle Allen, 129 yards rushing for Darius Goyce. And he had a noise game. I don't even know if it, is that how you say that? Goyce? That's how I'm going to say it. I don't care what you think, Goyce. Buccaneers beat the Jags 28-11. Like I said, uh, Minshaw, Uncle Rico, he's not done, but uh, Jags really couldn't put anything together. They looked much better after they put him in for sure. Buccaneers, though, walk away with this one. They're now 5-7. and seven. 49ers lose to the Ravens. We were all amped up. For this game. 49ers Ravens played in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Was that 2012? I want to say that was uh, 2012. These two teams played in the Super Bowl. Both teams now are 10-2 and two after this win. Um, I, that, <laughs> no words. No words. Very exciting game. Uh, came down to the wire. Ravens scoring that... Uh, that field goal in the fourth is what put them over the top. Garoppolo, not a great day, 165 yards. Um, you know, I mean, that was that was a game. And a lot of people are hoping this could be a Super Bowl matchup, but uh, 49ers show they can't quite hang with the big boys just yet. The Ravens, however, have beaten both the Patriots and the 49ers this season, and I would really think about putting my money on them to win it all. But you never know with these things. Uh-oh. Rams beat the Cardinals 34-7. Jared Goff, 424 yards, two TDs. Gurley looked pretty girly. Now he looked pretty good. Uh, 93 yard, 95 yards on 19 carries, one touchdown. And Robert Woods had 172 yards receiving. Uh, Broncos beat the Chargers 23-20. to Phillip Rivers had a pretty good game uh, going 20 for 29. Chiefs kill the Raiders. Two weeks ago, the Raiders were a contender. Now they're eight and eight, and they are not looking good. Raiders didn't score till the fourth quarter today. Chiefs won it forty to nine. Whew, doggy dog. Patriots and Texans, by the way, that game's going on right now. No score in that one. And then on Monday, you got the Seahawks. And the Vikings facing off. And that should be a pretty exciting one as well. Seahawks are 9-2. and two, Vikings 8-3. and three. So um, I'd pop some popcorn for that one. Lately, I feel like these Monday night games haven't been all that spectacular. By the way, before we talk about the standings, I uh, do want to thank ESPN for being gracious enough to let us use their... Uh, 
all their fun graphics here. It certainly makes my job a lot easier. So thank you once again, ESPN, for doing all the hard work. All right, so let's look at these standings here. AFC's Patriots are on top 10-1. and one. Bills are 9-3. and three. Jets are 4-8. and eight. And the Dolphins are 3-9. and nine. AFC North has the Ravens on top, of course, 10-2. and two. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers are 7-5. and five. Cleveland's five and seven. Bengals are one and eleven. Houston Texans they are seven and four in the AFC South. Titans are seven and five. These two are really, really close. We'll see what happens with Houston tonight if they can manage to beat the Patriots and claim the AFC South for themselves. You also have the Colts looming at six and six. Jaguars are four and eight. They're likely out of it. And in the West you got the uh, the Chiefs. The 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 what? Kansas City Chiefs are eight and four, followed by the Raiders at six and six, Broncos four and eight, and the Chargers at four and eight. If the season were to end right here, right now, who would your your playoff teams be? Well, of course, Patriots, Ravens, Texans, and Chiefs would all get in. Of course, you know, barring what happens with that Texans game today, uh, your next top teams include the Bills and the Steelers. We already established how the Steelers would. Uh, Went out in a tiebreaker, whether it be the Titans, the Colts, the Raiders. That was all last week's show. So if you want to see that, go back last week. But it would be the Colt, the Bills, and the Steelers right now. And the Steelers have a bit of a streak going in their last two games. Uh, so they're they look like they're in a better spot this week. I still wouldn't pick them for the Super Bowl. Honestly, it's going to be either the Ravens or the Patriots uh, from this conference. The Chiefs are good. Mahomes is really good, but they've struggled this year. You know, Pat Mahomes didn't look like the same. He doesn't look like the same player he was a few years ago. He did have the knee injury. You know, maybe he'll be feeling 100% by the playoffs. Because remember, that was about the time frame I gave on uh, when he hurt his knee a few weeks ago. Um, you know, because of a patellar dislocation. That does take time to come back from. So, I'm going either... I'm going with... Right now, I'm going to go with the Ravens. The Ravens seem to be on fire. Lamar Jackson could be MVP this year. Um, the Patriots, meanwhile, yes, they are good. They're really good, but mm, they're looking a little shaky. All right, let's look at the NFC. You got in the East, the Cowboys at 6-6, six and six, followed by the Eagles at 5-7, and seven, Redskins 3-9, and nine, and the Giants 2-10. and 10. In the North, the Packers are 9-3, and three, Vikings play tomorrow, they're 8-3, and three, Bears are 6-6, six and six, Lions are 3-8. and eight. A NFC South, the Saints have already clinched this one, they're 10-2. Uh, did they, did they, they didn't cleanse the conference. No way. No, just the division. 10 and 2. Buccaneers are 5 and 7. Panthers 5 and 7. And the Falcons are 3 and 9. And the 49ers are 10 and 2. Seahawks 9 and 2. Again, they play tomorrow. Rams are 7 and 5. And the Cardinals are 3 and 8. And the playoff teams, of course, for the NFC would be the 6 and 6 Cowboys. We could have a losing team get into the playoffs this year. And that's sad. Really sad, actually. Six and six Cowboys uh, for the East. You have the the Packers, you have the Saints, and you have the 49ers. Those are the obvious contenders. And after that, you'd have the Vikings and the Seahawks. Regardless of what happens today, Vikings and Seahawks look like they're in a pretty darn good position to get in. The Rams are close. Uh, you know, the Eagles, if they can string along a few wins and take over the Cowboys in first place, they're kind of close, but for the most part, the NFC looks like it's pretty cut and dry. And a quick look here at uh, what's coming up this week. Dallas and Chicago will be playing Thursday, by the way, but uh, you have a couple decent matchups in here. Baltimore and Buffalo, those are two playoff contenders that'll be facing off on Sunday. 
Um, you have, let's see, San Francisco and the Saints. That's another exciting matchup. So I would definitely want to check that one out. Um, and you have Kansas City, New England, and you have Seattle and Los Angeles. So a lot of really good games. Unfortunately, the Seattle-LA game is going to be a late one. Uh, I know my folks here on the East Coast do not like staying up late for those games because, dang it, at 8.30, I'm just tired. I want to go to sleep. And then the uh, the Monday night game is New York-Philadelphia. There could be some implica- implications there, depending on how Dallas does against Chicago. Dallas is playing, well, I wouldn't say a short week because this will be their second Thursday in a row. So it's, And same with the Bears. So it's not really a short week for either team. Um, Eagles will get a, a slightly longer week, but then, you know, a short week the next week. But that, that's beyond the point. And before we, uh, the, we move on, there's one big story out of the day today. Greg Olson uh, concussed. Guy who hit him right in the head, Ryan Anderson. He will be, um, I think he was pulled from the game. I wrote that down in my notes. But uh, unfortunately, Greg Olson came back this season. Uh, it's been, yeah, he was ejected. Ryan Anderson was ejected for that hit. Um, you know, for Greg Olson, this is this is the first time in like three years that he was having a healthy season. Um, he, he was being wooed by many networks uh, to come join their analytics team and, and be on air. And Greg really decided he wanted to come back and prove he was still one of the best tight ends in the game. He's had multiple ankle issues the last few years. The Carolina Panthers really haven't been that great since they made it to the Super Bowl just four years ago. The team was bought out by Tepper. Uh, that was in 2018. Since that time, they've been 12 and 16. There's going to be some moves changed, some moves made on the, the Carolina Panthers because as of this weekend, right, they're officially uh, out of the playoffs for the third straight season. And that stinks because they should have been better than this. Uh, it's very likely that Ron Rivera will be let go as coach before the end of the year. So keep your tabs on that story, your eyes on that story. Greg Olson, it's hard to say with a concussion when he'll be coming back, if he'll be coming back this season. Um, so expect some big change on the Carolina front. Now, I'm going to go take a quick break, probably shower, shave, brush my teeth, whatever it is, all in 30 seconds. And then when I come back, we're going to talk basketball and we're going to talk hockey. A lot of exciting things going on there this weekend. So stick with us, friends, because sports, sports, sports will be right back. Hey everybody, it is Jamie Grum here. I am just uh, trying to introduce you to a new podcast that I will be in with my friend Nick Drago. Uh, It's called Big Spoon, Little Spoon. What we're going to do is just pick a random topic out of a hat, talk about it, see if we can learn anything, and uh, just have a little fun. So if you want to contact us, see us, we are going to be on Facebook, Twitter. You can email us at WeHateForks and you can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps. Look forward to seeing you. And let's talk about this weekend's games for basketball. Sorry, I'm adjusting my camera. I'm fixing my mic. Totally unprepared for this. 
Nets and Celtics played this weekend. Kyrie facing off against his former team. Nets won this one 112 to 107. Jason Tatum was the star for Boston uh, with 26 points. Dinwiddie, he's been having a great season for Brooklyn. 32 points for him. 76ers got the best of the Knicks, 101 to 95. Raptors beating the Magic, 90 to 83. Norman Powell, 33 points for Toronto. Hornets beat the Pistons, 110 to 107. Bucks got the best of the Panthers, uh, Panthers Cavaliers. See, we were talking about Panthers before the break. Now I'm obsessed talking about the Panthers. Bucks beat the Pan- Cavaliers. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did it again. 119 to 110. The best Cleveland could muster was a 16 point performance from Kevin Love. Meanwhile, the Greek freak had a double double. Uh, Warriors lose to the Heat 122 to 105. Jordan Poole for Golden State with 20 points there, but only one rebound and one assist. Ball hog. Just kidding. Just kidding. Pacers beat the Hawks 105 to 104 in a close one. Trey Young, 49 points. This kid is on fire. Uh, let's see. Thunder, they beat the Pelicans 109 to 104. Jazzy Jazz beat the Grizzlies 103 to 94. Uh, Clippers lost to the Spurs 107 to 97. Kawhi held to only 19 points. Mavericks, they got the best of the Suns 120 to 113. Doncic, Luka Don, Doncic, I always mess up his name. Donkick, Donkikote. Uh, Luca, historic, historic month. Honestly, the dude's been on fire. Uh, 42 points for him in that game. Trailblazers beat the Bulls 107 to 103. And the Lakers 125 to 103. By the way, Lakers are off to a 17 and 2 start. That is the best in Lakers franchise history. And this is a team, there are a lot of Lakers teams out there in the past. This one might take the cake. I mean, if you're comparing them over time, I don't think LeBron and AD would hold up to, like, Kareem and Magic or, um, uh, let's say, Kobe and Shaq. I just don't see it, to be honest with you. But, incredible start for this group, especially in a really tough, tough conference. Uh, I'd like to see more of what happens from them. All right, more of uh, this weekend. Saturday's games. Kings beat the Nuggets 101-197. Pacers lost to the 76ers 119-116. Rockets beating the Hawks 158-111. to James Harden, 60 points in 31 minutes. He didn't even play the full game. 60 points in 31 minutes? Are you kidding me? Unbelievable. Unbelievably talented player, player. Talented player. Bucks beat the Hornets, uh, 137-296. Let's look at Sunday's games. Look at me. I went way too far up on, on the screen here. That's okay. Uh, Heat beating the Nets, 109-106. Dinwiddie doing it again for Brooklyn. 29 points for him. Celtics beat the Knicks, 113-107. to Knicks look pretty good going out of the gate and had the lead at halftime, but, uh, they just couldn't hold it. Could not hold it. Jason Tatum, 31 points there. Julius Randle, 26 for New York. Grizzlies beat the Timberwolves, 115-107. to 
Uh, Mavericks beat the Lakers 114 to 100. You know, I spoke a little too soon on the, you know, Lakers start. But 17 and 3 is really good place for them to begin. Thunders beating the Pelicans 107 to 104. Pistons beat the Spurs 132 to 98. Christian, Christian Wood with uh, a double double in that one. Raptors beating the Jazz 130 to uh, 110. Uh, Magic beat the Warriors 100 to 96. Warriors still have only won four games this year. By the way, Willie Cauley Stein was the best player for the Warriors on the floor with 11 points and 12 rebounds. Not really a promising day. And then the Wizards and Clippers, they play late tonight, so I won't have the score for you there. And let's see those standings. The Bucks are on top in the East with seven with the 17 and 3 record they've won 11 straight followed by the Raptors who are 15 and 4 the Heat are 14 and 5 Celtics have been dropping lately they're only 6 and 4 in their last 10 but they're still 14 and 5 on the season Sixers meanwhile are doing pretty well they've won their last 3 games they're 14 and 6 Pacers 12 and 7 and then you got the Nets that are 10 and 10 after that loss uh to today and the Magic the number eight team, number eight seed right now is the seven and eleven magic. That's how sad the rest of the East is. After that, you got the Hornets, uh, who are pretty close at eight and thirteen. The Wizards are only a half game back at six and eleven. Uh, you got the Pistons at seven and thirteen, the Bulls at six and fourteen, and then you got the Cavaliers, the Hawks, uh, and then of course, my guys, the New York Knicks at dead last. Uh, realistically, based on where, uh, Orlando is right now, it, it is still anybody's, uh, any one of those teams could get in that, that eight slot. Um, you know, obviously I don't see the Knicks or, or Hawks getting anywhere anytime soon. Hawks have lost 10 straight games, by the way. Knicks have lost six straight games. So, uh, I don't see either of them making the playoffs. Let's, let's just put it there. All right. Meanwhile, on the west side, I already talked about the Lakers at seventeen and three. Nuggets are thirteen and four. Clippers fourteen and six. Mavs are thirteen and six. Rockets thirteen and six as well. The Jazz are twelve and eight. Timberwolves at ten and nine. And the eight seed would be the Suns at this exact moment at eight and ten. Now the Suns have lost their three three straight games. There are two other teams, three other teams looming for that spot. The Kings, Thunder, and Blazers have all won eight games themselves. And so each one of them is within one game of that eight seed. Then you got the Spurs that are within a game and a half of that spot. So are the Grizzlies at six and 13. And then you got the Pelicans, the Warriors, uh, the Warriors are dead last. Pelicans and Warriors are uh, way bottom of the barrel there. Um, so yeah, that kind of stinks for them. Now, before we move on to hockey, uh, let's talk about a couple of the games that are big, big matchups coming in. Uh, this weekend, nothing really looking good for Monday, uh, Tuesday, let's see, Tuesday, Tuesday, nothing really that exciting there, Portland and the Clippers, uh, that could be something, I suppose, uh, Wednesday, it looks like you have Milwaukee and Detroit, those are two playoff contending teams, Boston, Miami, that's gonna be a fun one at 7.30 on Wednesday, uh, let's see, Minnesota, Dallas, Los Angeles, and Utah, you got two, uh, playoff teams there, Portland and Sacramento, that could be interesting, because both teams are, are really pushing for that last playoff spot, 
Uh, and then Thursday games, you got Houston and Toronto. You're not going to want to miss that one. Uh, you got the defending champs in Toronto taking on, I mean, I'm still shocked. 60 points in 31 minutes. James Harden, man, absolutely crushing it. Absolutely crushing it. So Houston and Toronto playing each other there. And then for the weekend on Friday, it looks like you have some big matchups. Denver and Boston. You got the Clippers and the Bucks. You're not going to want to miss that game. That's 8.30 on Friday, Clippers-Bucks. Uh, Sacramento-San Antonio, those are two teams vying for that last playoff spot. And then L.A. and Portland, that's a late one. And then by next Saturday, uh, not too much excitement going on there, actually. Uh, you could probably tune that day out. Houston and Phoenix, maybe. That could be fun, I guess. Uh, but that's basically it. All right, let's look at uh, some of the hockey games from this weekend. Penguins beat the Blue... Uh, I'm sorry, Penguins lost to the Blue Jackets. 5-2. Uh, to two. Nyquist with three goals on that one. Nice little hat trick for them. Uh, the Bruins got the best of the Rangers, winning 3-2. to two. Bruins are off to a huge start this season. Maple Leafs with a coaching change midweek. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, didn't go well for them in the first game. Sabres beat them 6-4. to four. Uh, Red Wings lost the Flyers 6-1. Avalanche beat the Blackhawks 5-2. Wilds got a win over the Senators 7-2. Jets beating the Ducks 3-0. Sharks beat the Kings 4-1. Sharks are on the up and up now with a winning record and uh, hoping to make some waves uh, in the West. Uh, Capitals in overtime beat the Lightning 4-3. Golden Knights got a win over the Coyotes in a shootout, 2-1. to one. Coyotes, by the way, made a trade this weekend. I think they sent, uh, see, I just had it, just had it up on my screen here. They sent Cormy over to the, uh, Red Wings, uh, for, uh, defenseman Vili Sarajarvi. Uh, so we'll see if that, uh, helps out at all for Coyotes, the Coyotes. Predators beat the Hurricanes 3-0. Blues beat the Stars 3-2. One that was for Friday. Let's scroll up here. Uh, ignore our. There's a Facebook advertisement that uh, I just gave Facebook free advertisement. You should give me free advertisement, Facebook, and uh, maybe we'll all have a merry Christmas. All right, let's go to Saturday's games. Blues beat the Penguins five to two in that one. Rangers got a win over the Devils four to nothing. Uh, looks like the Canadians uh, lost to the Flyers four to three. Maple Leafs and the Sabres. Uh, Maple Leafs beat the Sabres 2-1, so there's a win for the Maple Leafs right there. Capitals beat the Red Wings 5-2. Hurricanes beat the Lightning 3-2. Good win there for the Hurricanes. Uh, Predators and Panthers with the Panthers shutting them out. Uh, two goals in that game for Strawman uh, for Florida, so Panthers with a big win there. Islanders beat the Blue Jackets 2-0. Senators lose to the Flames 3-1, and the Sharks... They beat the Coyotes 4-2. Avalanche got a win over the Blackhawks 7-3. Oilers lose to the Canucks 5-2. Huge win for the Canucks. They're trying to make some waves as well. Kings beat the Jets 2-1. That was, again, that was the last game there on Saturday. Let's see if we could scroll up here without invoking the uh, advertising gods. So, uh, two big losses for Pittsburgh this weekend. That's got a sting. Uh, both were, one was against a really good team in the Blues, although they haven't had a great start to the season. Uh, the other one was a game they really should have won. Sunday's games, you got the, uh, well, they're, they're, one's over, right? Wild beat the Stars in a shootout, three to two. Uh, Miku Koivu, by the way, was the one who scored that winner. 
Uh, Bruins are losing to the Kappa Canadian, the Kappa Canadians at the Kappa, Kappa Canadian. Canadians are winning one nothing at the end of the second period. Oilers and Canucks will be playing today. So, uh, look for, look for that one. Let's see the standings. Alright, starting with the Atlantic. The Bruins are ahead with 41 points. 10 ahead of the Panthers, who have 31. Maple Leafs have 30. So a big win for them helps put them back in playoff contention. Uh, Sabres at 29. Canadians 28. Lightning at 27. And then you got the Senators and the Red Wings all the way down at the bottom. They're probably not going to catch up. Lightning were looking like they were on the rise, but then lost three straight this week. Canadians have lost seven straight. And that really hurts when you consider they started their season uh, they're right now 11, 9, and 6. Not good. In the Metro, the Capitals remain on top at 43 points. Uh, they've won three straight. The Islanders are looking really good right now, too. They're 3, 36. Flyers are 35. Hurricanes at 32. And the Penguins are at, I'm sorry, Hurricanes are at 33. Penguins are at 32. Uh, and don't think it's over yet for the Penguins, because every time they win the Stanley Cup, they you're usually at this point midway through the season, so... Not over yet for that squad. The Rangers are 29, Jackets are 26, and the Devils are at 22 points. Let's look over at the, uh, oh, oh, the wildcard teams right now, by the way, would, uh, be the Devil, the Hurricanes, and the, uh, Penguins for the two wildcards. Uh, alright, into the West. Into the West we go! Blues! The Blues are on top of the Central at 40 points, followed by the Avalanche at 34, Jets at 33. Avalanche, by the way, have won three straight, really pushing themselves up there. The Stars at 33, Predators at 28, so are the Wild there also at 28, and the Blackhawks all the way at the bottom at 25. Stars, by the way, have lost three straight. They were in a huge, absolutely unbelievable role this week. They've lost their last three games, so now they're 7-2-1 in their last 10. In the Pacific, the Oilers remain on top with the Coyotes right behind them and then the Sharks. This is just a weird division all over. Nobody, people would have laughed if you told me the Oilers and Coyotes would, all be up, would be all the way up there. Canucks at 30, Knights at 30, Flames at 30, and then you got the Ducks and at 26 and the Kings at 24. So there's a whole lot of log jam going on in the Pacific. Right now, if the, uh, if the lines were drawn and the, uh, playoffs were to start, it would be the Canucks and the Stars as your two wildcard teams in the West. Um, like I said, it, it, Oilers and Coyotes back and forth right now. Back and forth. Absolutely crazy, crazy things going on in that conference division. Now, before we wrap up the show, I got to talk about the Maple Leafs. I mentioned they, they won a game this weekend, which is big. You know, new coach comes in, taking over the fold. What happened at Babcock? So, for those of you who aren't big NHL fans, you may never have heard of the name Mike Babcock, but he's actually an important uh, coach in the NHL. He's won two Stanley Cups, one with the Ducks, which was wildly unprecedented at the time, and the other one was with the uh, the Red Wings way back when, uh, when they were a huge contender. Those are the days of Lindstrom, Pavel Datsuk, you know, all of them. Uh, Chris Osgood, Osgood was still there, yeah. Um, so anyway, the Maple Leafs have a pretty darn good lineup right now. Tavares, Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews. I mean, they look like they could be a contender. But in the last three years, they haven't 
quite made it past the Bruins or the Lightning or whatever random team happens to be good this season, like the Panthers and the Sabres. Uh, so... Essentially, Maple Leafs leadership that uh, they decided to let Babcock go. He wasn't uh, getting the players to play any better than they have the last three seasons, and things weren't looking quite as good going into this season as well. Since he left, a couple of interesting stories have come out. Now, I don't think these this is part of the reason uh, why he fired, but it definitely shows that he's lost his locker room. So the first big one was Mitch Marner who is a current player for the Maple Leafs. And uh, Mitch Marner uh, came out with a story. During his rookie season, Babcock pulled him aside and asked him to rank the, his teammates from the high, hardest working to the least hardest working. He said it was between them. And then after Marner wrote the list and handed it to him, because who's going to refuse that order, um, he then took it, made copies, and handed it out to all of his teammates. It was the type of move that is meant to help motivate it's the type of move it's meant to help inspire. But in today's world, that doesn't really connect with the younger players. If somebody did that to me, I'd be pretty darn ticked off. But I can't even say today's world because apparently back when he was coaching the Red Wings, they would go to the GM every season and tell them they need to fire this guy. Babcock is wears, wears out his welcome with players. And that could really hurt him on the job hunt, especially with these stories coming out. This might be the last time we see a man like that coach. Um, you know, if you want to compare him to somebody like Mike Sullivan, who's very positive person, Dan Bilesma, same way. Those are positive influence. I know I just named two Penguins coaches. I get it. Um, but, um, yeah, the ways of Babcock, not great. And with that, another story came out very shortly after. Akeem Aliou, um who was with, I think, the Rockford Ice Hogs, um, was not surprised by the Babcock firing um, and all the stories coming out because one of his protégés, Bill Peters, current coach of the Flames, or ex-current coach of the Flames, uh, apparently would call Alou the N-word on several occasions during his rookie year. Uh, and so after that came out, then the Flames had a talking to with Bill Peters, who then stepped down. So you're what you're seeing before your eyes is a culture change in the NHL. These younger players are not going to tolerate being spoken to in the way that maybe players were spoken to 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years ago. Um, but who knows? You might see a lot more stories like this coming out about coaches in the next uh, couple of weeks. So you might want to stay tuned on that one. All right. I'm good. I'm tired. Let's wrap this thing up. Special thanks, of course, to Johanna Drago. She is the logo editor, content designer, and uh, set designer for this show. Uh, the music you hear is called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. Special thanks, as usual, to my biggest fans out there, especially Mary Kay Albert and Joe Calabro. Thanks for listening. Thanks for enjoying the show. And all you other fans out there, too, I love hearing your lovely voices or, you know, your comments, whatever. I love it. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, it's a real pleasure for me. Is that everything? If you like what you heard today, find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, Tweet, Tweet, and the Twitter. Did I say that? And Facebook? I don't know. Find me on those things. Type in the search bar, Sports, 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 with Nick Drago. That's me. And then you can use those 
find our website, find, you know, uh, our YouTube, all that fun stuff. You can also email me directly, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Send me some things you want me to talk about on the show. Totally fine. I want to hear it. Sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. With that, like, comment, share, Twitter, and email me because I'm done for today. And that's the only way you can contact me uh, as of right now. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to cry my eyes out because the New York Jets couldn't beat the freaking Bengals. Come on, guys. You can beat all these. You beat the Raiders last week, but then you lose to the 0-11 Bengals. So uh, I got a box of tissues, a bubble bath, and some bonbons waiting for me because I need to recover from a horrible, horrible day of watching football. Stick with us, friends, because next Sunday we got more action for you. And I'll be eating from for Friendsgiving, so I'll be even fatter than I am now. So stick with us because sports, sports, sports will be back in one week. Caw-caw!